in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Hey folks, this is Archie Mason, host of That Farm Life Podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, today, we're here in Arkansas. In Arkansas, you never know what the weather's going to be like. Always high humidity. Uh, we've had a lot of warm temperatures. I know we got a lot of you joining us from all the states in the U.S., also other countries. So thank you for tuning in uh, and catching this podcast. Always check us out at the website, agrihealth.net. We've got some resources there. I know sometimes in the stress and strain and struggles of the farm life that you may be facing wherever you are. We will try to help you any way we can, get you in touch with some of the right folks. And that also, too, if you like the podcast, please subscribe, uh, tell others about it, uh, and pass the word. We increase our listening audience almost every week, so thank you for being a part of that. Hey, today we got a very special guest with us. We have uh, Dr. Susan West. She's Associate Professor, Agriculture and Tourism, Arkansas Tech University, my alma mater. Uh, that's there and uh, with agri business back in the 80s. And I was such a bad student, a bad person. Uh, I don't even, I just go around the campus now when I go about, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, uh, Dr. West, thank you for being with us today. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Now, yeah. I, I am, I don't want to give anyone's age away, but um, I was not there as a professor when you were a student. So, <laughs> hey, that's really good. I'm glad because that way you can't tell any of those bad stories on me or, or anything. Hey, well, Dr. Weston, tell us, tell us about yourself. Uh, tell us how you ended up at, at Arkansas Tech, how you became a professor. You know, just let folks kind of hear about your life. Well, um, I started in the hotel business, so I opened um, five hotels in eight years. Um, what brought me to Arkansas is I opened Extended Stay America in Springdale um, shortly after, uh, right after 9-11, actually, my uh, father passed away, and I kind of did a reprioritizing of life and decided that um, maybe the hotel, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year wasn't the best environment to raise my children in. <laughs> so um, I went back to school, um, graduated with my master's degree, um, started working at Northwest Arkansas Community College, was teaching sociology at the time, um, heard they needed a hospitality program director. So I applied for that. Brought them all pineapple because it is the international symbol of hospitality. Anything to get the job, right? Um, did that for a few years. They moved me into administration. Um, and no disrespect, we have great administrators at Arkansas Tech, but it's just not for me. Uh, they they meet a lot, like a lot of meetings, and I miss the students. And so I was actually at a meeting in Russellville at Arkansas Tech University, and it was like they had written a, a job description for me. It was just like, check, check, check. And so I moved my family in the middle of my children's school year. Uh, my son played football for the Fayetteville Bulldogs. Uh, first time ever, 7A state champions. Moved him in the middle of his junior year like a good mom. 
Um, moved my daughter in the middle of her sixth grade year. Just one student council president said, hey, we're going to Russellville from Northwest Arkansas. So it was a rough year or three. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, um, I've, I've been teaching at Tech ever since. I mean, some days were better than others, but absolutely love um, love new minds, learning and growing. And we just recently merged with agri- agriculture. And I'm just I'm thrilled. Um, it makes so much sense to me. They were my friends and the people I hung around at tailgating anyway. So um, it's yes, a ma'am. So. Well, that is awesome. That is awesome. And I, I tell you what, I speak on behalf of the listeners to anyone that's been in uh, higher education. Thank you for thank you for teaching. Teaching is not easy. Uh, it's not easy, but it is a great job. Thank you for uh, thank, you. thank you for doing that. So uh, so that's how you kind of merged. Now, you said you merged with agriculture. So how how did yeah. that happen? Well, a lot of universities are restructuring right now. We went from six colleges down to four. Um, There were a lot of talks and a lot of anonymous surveys and a lot of questions. And they just, you know, here's the deal. (laughs) The number one industry in the state of Arkansas is agriculture. The number two is tourism. So it only made sense to keep us together. (laughs) Um, And and there's a lot of overlap. Um, We use a lot of uh, our event coordinator uses a lot of herbs and spices from the farm with our food. Um, we've talked about doing some research on the impacts of of marbling and what that does to different meat. Um, so there, there's a lot of crossover. Plus, they're just really fun. They took like the two <laughs> most fun departments and put us together. So hey, I would say I think it was a, it's not a such word as funner, but I probably made it funner when I was there, but more fun. But anyhow, yeah. Uh, usually the ag folks know how to have a good time and love to eat and uh, love to hang out. Uh, yeah, same. So that's what so. we do. We have, we have a half million dollar kitchen and we get to merge uh, together, grilling out and fixing the sides. And so it, it's really, really neat. Um, hey, well, if there's some folks out there that are maybe hearing this, they say, man, I, I'm kind of interested in, in uh, you know, furthering my education, whether they are younger or older. What's a word of advice or encouragement you would give to them? And specifically, uh, since you are teaching there and it's where I went to school, specifically about Arkansas Tech, what's so what's so good or interesting about Arkansas Tech University? Oh, wow. You know, I always hate it when people say the people because everybody has people. So I'm not going to say the people. What I'm going to say is that our campus is small enough that we all know one another. Um, your largest class would probably have 45 to 50, and that's your largest. Um, oh, yeah. Our professors that are at Tech truly care about you. Um, we have a lot of first generation. I'm a first generation college student. And so advice would be it doesn't matter your age or your situation in life. Um, it, it's it's a wonderful thing that no one can ever take away. Um, I value education to the point that with what I've paid for it, I could have had a really, really nice house and a really, really cool car, <laughs> but you know, cars, cars break down. Um, <laughs> you have to trade them in, and you know, houses they they get older and sometimes they burn down. No one's ever going to take away my education, no matter what. And I wouldn't trade any of that experience. Um, when I was an undergrad, I went to Stephen F. Austin in Nacogdoches, Texas, and that's what the campus reminds me of. All the buildings match. Um, they've done a great job in incorporating outdoor space with the indoor. We've got like a hammock field <laughs> where you can just go and hook up your hammock. Uh, apparently, the campus made that a verb. 
Um, <laughs> we're, we're right next to a lot of trails. Um, we've got the lake here. I'm not very outdoorsy, but I do love to walk. And um, I just, I think it's a beautiful campus filled with wonderful people who genuinely care about student success. Do they still have that trail by the campus? I think it used to be called the Bonadie Trail. Does that sound right? Bonadilla? Yeah, Bona, Bonadilla is by us. They've made it even larger. There is an alligator there, although I've never seen it. Um, but it's fine. I mean, it's there. Um, but yeah, we've actually got trails all around campus. Me and my colleague, we try to walk the 5K almost every day. And that oh, takes wow. us through the farm where where the cattle are. We talk to them. I'm sure they're listening to us. Um, but <laughs> we can walk all the way to the aquatic center and back around the campus. So we we try to do that every day, sometimes even in the rain, just to. Just well, that's to pretty exciting. Then. So regardless, yeah. someone's just out of high school or older in life, like, you know, you you were, uh, I guess, older in life and decided, yes. hey, I can't handle this, as you mentioned, seven days a week, 365 yeah, a and, and a different yeah. change. So that's good. That's been uh, really good for you. And OK, let's go back. I want to ask another question then, too. In regard to the the tourism, tell us and what do you see in the future? This is a wide open question, but as far as agriculture and that tourism, maybe coming together even more in the future, do you kind of have a vision for that? Or as Arkansas Tech talked about that, but, um, but, and here let me preface this too because what we're seeing, my wife and I thought about this, but we chose mm-hmm. not to do it. But we are seeing uh, ag tourism on farms where there are farms now that part of their income stream is uh, just the uh, tourism out like it may be, especially in the fall, that some some farms do a corn maze, they do stuff like that, they have kids out. And I know there's insurance and stuff has to go along with that. Uh, we I have a friend that they're opening an Airbnb on their farm, and so they've got cattle. And, and we do have, even though agriculture is our huge commodity that we have in Arkansas, but yet we have a lot of folks who just think, well, food just comes from the grocery store and I'll just go there and get a loaf of bread that really don't know about agriculture. So what do you see if you, if you have a combining maybe in your role and what Arkansas Tech's thinking about, what do you see maybe in the future that could take place? Well, I, you know, we're big about not reinventing the wheel. And I think we've been doing agri-tourism in our state for a long time. It just has not been brought forward. I mean, if you go out to a farm and you pick your own strawberries, your own blueberries, you are becoming part of the food process. Um, uh, University of Arkansas, we tried to replicate it here at Tech. We did a mom's day on the farm where we bring moms and bloggers in so that they can kind of see that. I think for good or bad, you know, you hate to bring up the whole C word, but I think after all of that, people are looking for experiences. They were trapped in their homes. They were away from other people. And I think that they are they are actively seeking out a different experience than just going to a hotel in a city, swimming in the pool. Um, so I think it is wide open. We are looking at exploring some of it our, ourselves. Um, part of it was picked up. Um, I also, shameless play, I, I also teach adjunct at Eastern Kentucky University, but it's only a, a wine tourism course. Yeah. And so the students kind of explore that where they are they are at the vineyard, um, much like we've got Post and we've got Vitaker. We've got a lot of wineries here that people, that's why they come to Arkansas. The same with the Ale Trail. Um, I met some people in California sitting at Diamond Bear one time having lunch that had purposely tracked their entire 
move from the East Coast to the West Coast to come through Little Rock to stop at the breweries there. And so people are like, what, what is Arkansas known for? And apparently it's it's beer and birds and bicycles. <laughs> and so whether you choose to partake or not, it is part of our industry and anything that we can do to encourage that, you know, um, there's a brewery 40 miles outside of town here and it's called Preston Rose and she is an organic farmer and she uses, you know, the ingredients from her farm to make her beer. And it's very small. It's very rural to get there. You kind of turn down a dirt road, but I think there's a lot of opportunity. Me and a group of people, we, we go to Schaefer's corn museum or corn maze every year, like you were talking about, and they have expanded that. They now have a kid's area where they're playing in seed. They have a pumpkin patch where you can buy pumpkins. So it's not just one event that you're going to, it's the whole thing. Um, but there's several dogwood farms here uh, in Arkansas. They are constantly inviting, you know, families out to view what they do. You can milk a cow if you want. Been there, done that. My family owned a dairy in Oklahoma. I've I've milked all the cows. All the cows that you there. want to milk, there's yeah. probably, yeah. It was huge. We had a huge dairy and, and you know, we had the, the things where the tank, it all goes to the tank and the cream's on top and I loved it when they came to pick up the milk because he would always give me a little baggie of the cream just right off the top. But I think Arkansas, we we get bound up in terminology when the reality is, you know, sometimes people have never seen a farm. Um, we have international students. I remember the first time we drove out to Mount Magazine and they were like, did you see that? They have a horse in their front yard. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that that's not that shocking. But I could see for you, it would be. <laughs> so um, a lot of people, you know, they're just, they're not in an area where cows roam free and there's chickens in people's yards and they are seeking those experiences. So I think it's wide open. And we are, yeah, we're truly I, exploring it. You know, one thing you mentioned, even when you talk about the chicken industry, which Arkansas, you know, we have large, large poultry industry, but I, I tell you what I do see happening among not not rural people, urban folks that have the opportunity. I mean, chicken coops, uh, fresh eggs. People are into uh, apiaries, uh, beehives uh, on the roofs. Uh, you're seeing a lot of folks. I, I don't know if they're returning kind of back to home gardening. So it's a big deal. Hey, Susan, yeah. Dr. Susan, one question. Is there a, a website you think in Arkansas is Arkansas Tech have one, or maybe you can create one. It gives you something else to do, I guess. But where you could <laughs> list out all that Arkansas has to offer that, like you mentioned, the places outside of Russellville or Little Rock that do we have any type of a promotion where people, if someone's listening to this from California, go, hey, I'd like to come to Arkansas. I, don't, I heard her mention dogwood or dog kennel farms or, mm -hmm. you know, do we have anything available like that? We do. We have, first of all, we have Arkansas.com. Com, which is our big tourist site. We go to it all the time. That's where our 52 state parks are listed. Um, that's where all the information about the upcoming eclipse would be listed. Okay. Um, but hey, tell, hey, let's stop right there. Okay. <laughs> the upcoming eclipse. Yes. April 8th, 2024. Okay. Is there a path? I've got a friend I go to church with and he, uh, he's a doctor, medical doctor. Yeah. And he studies. Uh, this stuff. And so he's, he's told me somewhat about it, but is it, where's it, where's the, where's the focal point or the, there's some place in Arkansas, it's going to be the longest part of the eclipse. Is that correct or not? That, that is correct. The, the great, uh, the Northern, the great Northern eclipse is coming up from Mexico through Texas 
And the path of totality is coming right through the center of Arkansas. Um, now, Hot Springs has been getting ready. And of course, Little Rock's been getting ready. Um, but they still don't have the same amount of time. Up in up in Izzard and Fulton and Sharp County, they're getting like four minutes, 19 seconds of totality. Um, and you, you talk about ag tourism. I, I've been covering the information about land. I mean, you could rent out your land 30 by 30 spot or however large you want. It's called primitive camping. Um, you could do four days. You can. It's your land, your rules. You can say no glass bottles, no fire. Um, they are renting out like crazy. Um, so when you say Izzard and Fulton, is that like Hardy? Is that close to yes. Hardy, Arkansas? Yes, it's up wow. there. Yeah, they're they're supposed to get more than we are. Russellville is about four eleven, and of course the city's been planning for years. Of course the campus is um, has been planning. I'm I'm the Eclipse co-chair for that. Um, so we've been getting <laughs> ready for a while, but people are are doing all kinds of things. They're thinking about renting out their home and leaving the state. Um, it's going to impact our traffic. Um, <laughs> word of advice: go get your groceries and your gas a couple of days before. Because you're going to go into town and be like, what's happening? And it's the eclipse. And there are people that travel for this. Oh, it's wow. Really well, you know what? That's going to bring a lot of money in the state of Arkansas. It That'd is. It is. I'm a, we're thrilled about that. Oh, yeah. So, again, what's the date of that again? April? It's Monday, April 8th, 2024. So, if you're outside and taking care of your land, um, don't look up at the sun for the first few minutes. <laughs> and depending on where the totality is, um, you'll you'll get about four minutes where you can take off your safety glasses. And it's it's going to literally get dark in the middle of the day. Um, and a lot of people are trying to get away from cities because cities sometimes are on solar lighting. So they're wanting wide open spaces because you'll see the stars, you'll see planets, and it'll just be pitch dark for four minutes and something, and then it'll go back to normal. So I've never seen a total solar eclipse. So I'm thrilled to yes, experience this. We, I hear we, the temperature decreases. It's pretty cool. We call that country dark when it's country dark. There's no <laughs> night lights or anything. Right. So right. one time, okay, so you know the time, you say middle of the day, I, I, I'm assuming it's going to start, which I know that's the totality of it's kind of the middle there around yes. those counties um, you talked about. Yeah, uh, the Central Arkansas Astronomy Supply has, or Society has been keeping up with this. Um, there's a there's several resources. The Great American Eclipse will give you the exact time for your county or your city. Um, it's just Arkansas total eclipse, um, and you just put in your city, and it'll give you the the time frame and all because it's different times. Um, so. It's listed by county, but um, yeah, yeah, I guess I guess it kind of moves across the state somewhat, but the the yes. center part's going to be there in those counties. That is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. Hey, I guarantee you, there's some folks right now. Hey, we may end up with some folks from everywhere coming to see this. That come this way, game. well, because we've heard too that our skies, the further south you are, the skies are supposed to be more clear. So it's going to go on up, but the further north you go, the more likely you are to have cloudy coverage and then you won't be able to experience it the same wow. way. So a lot of people are heading south. So farmers, here's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Rent some ground out. Yeah. Have rent another some income out. stream. If, if you've put signs up, not responsible for accidents and they sign a waiver, they can bring you no harm. So um, sign posted is a legal, legal thing. So yeah. Uh, but but Arkansas.com has a lot of agritourism in the University, Arkansas, 
agritourism in Arkansas. They've written a like a 43-page manual resource guide. Um, so there are resources out there if other farmers, aside from the Eclipse, want to do some uh, ag tourism. Yeah. Uh, Miss Susan, if someone wanted to reach out to you uh, now, don't give your cell number out, but if you have an email address, if someone wanted to reach out to you and say, I'm, I'm interested in more from information about the Eclipse or I'm interested in Arkansas Tech or kind of, you know, they may be interested in the type of degree that you have or what's available. Because I do see in the future regarding agriculture that there can be someone who is a pretty well ag specialist in ag tourism that has many clients across the U.S. that this, again, is another uh, avenue for income on the farm. And so that person advises them of how to do it and that. But if right. they, someone wants to reach out to, do you have an, a good email address? I do. I'm just going to give you my tech one. It's swest, S-W-E-S-T-7, like lucky number seven, at atu.edu. So um, it's just uh, all all academics have .edu, but it's yes, ma'am. Uh, S-W-E-S-T-7 at atu.edu. Yes, ma'am. Sounds good. Hey, folks, we'll put that in the show notes. So we'll make sure we also, too, we'll get uh, Miss Mandy, who is our uh, editor in chief. I call her. We'll get her to add in some of those links to tourism yeah. uh, and that and specifically about the eclipse. Very interesting regarding that. Miss Susan, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. It's been an honor. Well, folks, you do not want to miss out on the eclipse in Arkansas. So put that on your calendars. That is, now let me make sure I'm correct, Miss Susan. That's April the 8th, yes. 2024. Correct. All right. I'm the old school guy that's wrote it in my calendar book. So <laughs> probably never make it in my phone, but it's in my calendar book. So you do not want to miss out on that. If you are listening to this in different parts, different states around the U.S. or even around the world, like to be a part of that, come check us out here in Arkansas. Again, we'll have it listed in the show notes. You can be a part of that. To all that ag industry that's out there uh, all across our state, go to that website, check it out. There's an opportunity as this is, uh, uh, Susan has brought this up, talked about it, but this is a big deal that's going on. She said people have been preparing for this for a years now and a long time. So don't want to miss out on that. Hey, again, we'll try to list something on the website in regard to that too. As always, thank you for being with us. Uh, we desire to help any way we can. If you got some issues, things going on in life, we do have some people uh, in other states that we uh, co-work with uh, in regard to uh, maybe some of the stress and strain struggles that you may be involved in. So again, let us know. You can reach me at archie at agrihealth.net. Hey, till next week, keep farming and keep the faith. I'll see you then. You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, Harvesting Strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri-Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week, Keep the faith.